again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, a weekly podcast for reading games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am the leader of the Neighborhood Watch, Andrew. With me, the guy we bring along because he's the only one with a flashlight, Keith. Hello. And the one who always is in need of rescuing, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was a listener request, and it is Secret Neighbor by Dynamic Pixels in Holograph. And it was published by Tiny Build Games. So this game is another one of... uh, This game is similar to a lot of games that have just kind of recently come out. It's a 5v1 game. So everyone kind of starts as a kid. Each one with different skills and abilities. And among the group of kids, someone is known as the secret neighbor. And the whole goal is for the secret neighbor to capture all the kids. And for the kids, they're trying to find the keys throughout the house to open a basement door to try to rescue another kid that's locked in the basement that they're in the house trying to save so this game is i know we were trying to rescue another kid yeah that was kind of the whole purpose it's very is, creepy is the why you're trying to do is because you're trying to rescue a kid because this game is supposed to take place between chapter two and three of hello neighbor in which hello neighbor the whole purpose of hello neighbor is you're trying to rescue a kid so it's supposed to be like this group of kids from the neighborhood are trying to also assist in getting into the uh, basement but yeah, so the, like essentially the gameplay is a first person, and if you're the kid, you're just basically opening drawers, trying to find key cards to open more of the house, and then you're just looking for specific colored keys to use on the locks to kind of open up the door. And normally a basic game has six locks in the basement door they have to try to do. So it's just, this game is just strictly multiplayer, and it is just a 5v1 kind of game. You, you can have a smaller game room size, depending on how many people are in the game. But starting off... Uh, going around, I guess I'll go first, uh, telling everyone, is this a game or pass? For me, this game is a pass. The game was, I had moments of it that were fun, but the package here is just so bare bones. There's just not much here. You have, I think there's what, like seven different kids you can play, but I didn't think any of their abilities were that different. I thought the game had really bad balancing issues too. So for me, overall, this game is a pass. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with a pass for me as well. I honestly think this is just one of those games that not a lot of redeeming qualities aside from kind of a unique gameplay, but also something that's coming a lot or is becoming a popular genre, I suppose. So yeah, I don't know. I was not a fan. So (laughs) I'm going to be the odd man out and I'm going to give it a game, though I do admit that a lot of things need to be fixed and added to make it a really good game. But the reason why I'm giving it a game is I just had so much fun. And part of it maybe because a lot of little kids play the game. A lot of adults too, but I felt like it was a lot of kids and I beat them. (laughs) So (laughs) if I'm good at it and I have fun with it, I'm going to give it a game. So for me, it's a game. So I kind of wanted to like... (laughs) He's shaking his head. I also realized, don't forget, Tiny Build is Graveyard Keeper. So this explains why Liz actually likes a bad game. Wow. <laughs> I okay. like you keep saying Graveyard Keeper's a bad... I think Graveyard Keeper was a very good... Uh, you just didn't like the music. Yeah, I thought Graveyard Keeper was a great game. It was just... It, some parts of it were repetitive. Well, either way, it explains Liz's love for it. <laughs> wow. But, uh... So, kind of getting into this game, I, I already basically already kind of touched the story of what kind of story there is in this game. You're just basically playing as a group of kids trying to break into the neighbor's house to try to see if there's possibly a kid that is like captured in the basement and you're trying to rescue this kid the only thing that i thought i kind of have a question for you guys i don't know if you guys noticed it so this game you can kind of tell is a little bit more geared for kind of a younger audience which i think is fine 
Because there are numerous games out there right now that are a 5v1 or 4v1, and just about all of them are M-rated. Like, you have Dead by Daylight, which is you're playing famous horror villains, massacring teenagers. You have Friday the 13th. You have Evolve. Well, Evolve's gone now. And soon you're coming out with Resident Evil. So all of these, like, 5v1s are obviously M-rated and geared more for adults. So I see where this game kind of fits this nice niche where it's more accessible to other people. But that being said, I feel like this game is also pretty dark because I'm assuming you're kind of depicting the neighbor as a pedophile. I don't know if I'm kind of jumping the gun on it, but generally when it comes to like pedophiles, the number one image for a pedophile is a mustache. And of course they give this guy a mustache, but he is also possibly murdering these kids because I don't know if you guys noticed, anytime you grabbed a kid, they kind of turn into a mannequin and then disappear. But you see into mannequins. A bunch of playing cards. Yeah, well, uh, missing posters. Missing posters, that's what it is. But there's a bunch of mannequins around the house that kind of look like what the kids turn into. So is this kind of a depiction that the neighbor is posting dead bodies of kids around the house? So I didn't necessarily notice the mannequin thing. It's, I'm, I guess I noticed your body kind of digitally disintegrates when you get captured by the neighbor. But yeah, uh, that's interesting. I didn't actually notice that. But I do definitely agree with you because this game has a like we talked about it has a weird cult following somehow and i think it's because it's just a much more accessible game even if it's not a good one it is very accessible i do think that something that would really improve it is to be matched based off of your level or and i don't know how they would do that if there's like an algorithm where they base it on like how quickly you're completing the game or how often you're winning but there are some times where i was playing with someone i'm like okay this kid is clearly good at the game but a lot of the times Everyone was bad. And so it's really not fun if you're just winning all the time. So I wish there was a way that they could like kind of rank it. Well, yeah, that's how most games kind of fix that is they have a rank game mode, which this game mode has two options. Quick play, which you can only do for achievements, and then custom, where for custom you can kind of change the rules a little bit. Not you know, much, though. But you not change much. if there are key cards or yeah. whether you can just go through the door. You can change the number of locks and if you can see the person's um, gamer tag. So and time limit. And time limit. That's it. Which is silly because there's a bug where you can get stuck and then it could, what does it go on for infinity? And Or people don't realize that there isn't a time limit and they just like hide and the entire time and it's like, okay. I don't know anything about it, but the game was full of bugs, so it wouldn't surprise me. But the first thing I really kind of want to discuss with you guys, which I think is the biggest issue I had with this game, and that is balancing. I felt like this game was just really unbalanced. I felt like it was so incredibly easy to be the neighbor. Because as the neighbor, all you have to do is grab a kid, hold on to them for a few seconds, and they're instantly dead. And as the neighbor, you take damage by people throwing stuff at you, but you regenerate your health so quick that like everyone basically has to focus on the neighbor and take him out. But even when the neighbor's taken out, he only has to sit for like 15 seconds before he's back in chasing everyone. So I just think this game had a severe balance issue. And there's only one kid that could fight back, but that's something that I do think that would have been beneficial is if you could actually fight like fight him. Yeah, because the fighting in the game is terrible. Yeah, the throwing of the objects. And when you're running around with some of the objects, it blocks out like a good chunk of like where you're going and what you're doing. Yeah, and it's hard so, to throw through doorways. It clips on a lot of things when you're trying exactly. to throw objects. So you're saying it's just not very good mechanics. Yeah, I, I would agree. Rocky, you are bringing the I also think, too, it would help if the house changed. So, for me, I thought the house was a good size. There's different entrances. You can go to different places. But you have to unlock the doors. And so, early on in the game, 
if the neighbor is chasing you specifically, there really isn't much you can do to get away from them. You're kind of screwed. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, one of the issues I have is when the game starts, so there's six total people, five kids, one neighbor, you all start in front of the house in just one big group. And the neighbor can just instantly turn to the neighbor and grab somebody. And if you're playing with people that aren't paying attention, which 95% of the time they're not, you can instantly start taking out one or two kids before anyone realizes that you're grabbing people right there. I think they just need to at least make it so the neighbor cannot transform for about 30 seconds. Because it gets rid of the whole, who is it? Is it that person? Because anytime I was a neighbor, I just instantly transformed, grabbed as many kids as I could. I can normally take out one or two people. And there's no way to bring your teammates back once they're grabbed See, or I would taken out. run before it came up whether you're the neighbor or the kid. Because I knew how to get into the house a different way. Yeah, but that, that's what I mean. You would run. So if someone transformed to the neighbor and started grabbing some of the kids, you wouldn't be there to help. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's also hard because a, a big part of the house isn't unlocked at first. So they're really aren't too many places that you can go at the beginning. And so for me, I think you found a glitch where you, or not a glitch, it's no, a, it a is. cheat. It, yeah. It's a glitch because it's a clipping of the environment that you can jump over a fence. Yeah, you can stack chairs. And so in order to make sure that you win, the neighbor really just has to check where you can go into the part of the um, house where you can go up to the attic where most of the keys are, or you can check the area that that is. And it's so easy. So as far as the balancing, I think, or one of the things that I hated more than anything was the neighbor's range of his grabbing. I think you had pointed oh, yeah. out it doesn't have like an actual aim reticle to it of any kind. So it's just like... It doesn't. It's a button prop. Yeah. So you just kind of point in general directions and someone grabs, but they'll be two steps away from you and you're like, yeah, you're just getting grabbed. It's not... It's really frustrating in a lot of ways. So I don't know. I just... I f- Sometimes the grab wouldn't work for me, too. I yeah. Would, I would grab, and I'd like be hitting the button, and the kid's right in front of me. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So yeah, because it only problem. works if there is actual a button prompt saying, like, oh, press X to grab the kid. So if that actual symbol does not appear, it's pointless. You could literally be, like, touching a kid's ankles, and it won't do anything. It's only when that says press X. And as Keith is saying, a kid could jump off the cliff and be already a couple feet away from you. But if you pressed X when it gave you that prompt, you instantly caught the kid no matter what. And I, I don't like that. There's no, like, skill to it. I mean, you kind of had the same thing with items. Like, if you were trying to throw an item and it started to fall off a roof, you could actually grab it as it was falling yeah. in the air. There should be more guns, too. Because there are people who are the neighbor who just hide in the key room. And so it's like, you have to battle him. I feel like the guns should be more accessible to the kids. And then I also think that kids shouldn't get height damage. Or, like, at least die from height damage. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I get the I get the height damage thing. I just think the game has no strategy to it. Like Andrew said, it's just if you're the neighbor, quickly turn into the, the neighbor and boom. But the neighbor doesn't die, though, so I don't think it's fair that the kids die when they have a disadvantage. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I mean by the height damage. If the neighbor can survive a height damage because he just respawns, and I think the kids should, too. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just a lot that the neighbor has going for him, and the kids don't. Majority of the kids can only hold two items. That includes keys or an item to kind of throw at the neighbor. Um, there's some other various items, like a hammer will do more damage. As Liz mentioned, there's these toy guns that'll instantly kill someone if it hits them. But there's only one or two that get spawned on the map, and it only has one shot. It's usually in the attic. Yeah, and it's usually in the attic. But the neighbor, like, that's kind of all the kids kind of have. Like, there's some glue you could throw, but that affects everyone. 
there's some consumables, but I never really used the consumables because they took up a slot and I don't know, I didn't think they were that effective. Now the neighbor on the other hand has secret passages so he can cut through the house without opening certain things. He has special doors only he can open. He or has a sonar. Yeah, or close on people. He has a sonar where he can reveal kids' locations in the house. He can respawn if he dies. Like the neighbor just has so many tools. And then if he levels up, he gets special abilities that can help kill the kids, like a bear trap or a smoke grenade. He can transform into a kid or an object. Like the neighbor just has so many tools. And the kids have like nothing. <laughs> there was one smart neighbor who I was battling and a kid was running away from him. He clearly didn't want to help me. And so the neighbor went with him into the room and hit the the red thing and closed the door so I couldn't help the kid. Oh. So he was smart. No, that is pretty smart. And sure, I guess you can do things like that. But uh, yeah, just all in all, the game, I, I can't stress enough. There's no strategy to it. And that's what I found so disappointing and boring about it. Yeah, because so as I mentioned to do earlier, too, like the kids have special abilities. Like you have the bagger who can have multiple slots so he can actually carry more things. Uh, you have the leader that gives everyone a speed boost. You have the scout who has a slingshot. Like a lot of these kids have special abilities. But none of them, I felt like, worked as a team. Like, the leader gave people a speed boost if she was near them, but, like, I don't know, nothing ever made me want to be like, hey, guys, let's all stay as a close-knit team. Me and Liz kind of found, like, our best strategy is just go our own separate ways. Liz would normally kind of go to the shed, start waking her there. I would go up top and work my way down. If you could just get a teammate or two that can just get a couple locks, you can win. I could also usually tell who the neighbor was yeah. based on how they're behaving, and I also thought it was so idiotic that sometimes I'd start the game and the kids would all just attack each other. So I would be a kid and I'd have like three people throwing stuff at me and it's like, oh, that's great. Just kill me. So yeah, because it's friendly fire. Yeah. So for me, I just like thought it was silly and it's like, and they would follow me, three kids. And it's like, and I would be able to tell which one of them was the neighbor and he's probably just like laughing like, oh, that bunch of idiots think it's this well, kid. Well, that, that was kind of a strategy that people would do because you can knock down your teammates if it allows you to pick them back up then you know they're friendly whereas no you can you can pick back up the neighbor yeah you can pick up the neighbor i read that online someone said that it's useless earlier beta uh, when the game was in beta you couldn't pick up the neighbor Uh, because i accidentally did once yeah because it looked like a kid (laughs) but i also want to bring up something that really frustrated me and that was sometimes it was really hard to pick up the key cards and the keys sometimes the keys would actually fall under a table and you could not get them and some of the bureaus were taller than you so i don't know i usually played the bagger who can carry more items and i don't know if it's just my character shorter but sometimes i couldn't see the top drawer and i'd have to listen for the ding of a key or key card and then i'd have to jump up on top of it and sometimes it'd be hard to pull the drawers. I just thought that was kind of nonsense. That was another thing yeah. I couldn't stand was like trying to aim to open up the door or the drawer that you wanted. It was like, it was just not a good aiming. It There's wasn't. four stacked. And yeah. so like if you accidentally don't get the second one, your hand like won't go to it. So in this game, you obviously have a reticle because this is a first person kind of game. So you do have like a reticle. But even if your reticle is aiming at a door or an item, you may not be picking it up. It still may not give you a prop to open it. You had to like finagle your angles in order to actually open things up. It was really not intuitive because as a kid, you're trying to rush and trying to quickly open these doors and grab these things. And if you cannot properly click on something with ease, it's really difficult and frustrating. Like, especially when you're battling the neighbor and you're trying to pick up a pumpkin or something to throw at the neighbor and instead you're 
opening drawers instead of grabbing the pumpkin that you clearly have your reticle on. It got really frustrating. I also don't understand why there are so many keys that aren't the color that you need. Like, I had three that I couldn't even use, and so then I had to go back and find it. But a lot of the times, if I was playing with a bad group, I would be the only kid against the neighbor for Which was like 90% time. of the time. Exactly. And so it was really frustrating that... Because like the neighbor can get keys, so I understand why they have extra. But the fact that there are so... Like, like none of them worked for me. And I will say, they do make it so that he can't throw them into the neighbor room that only the neighbor is in. Yeah. But he can still hold on to them. So I thought that was kind of... Yeah, scary. but he can only hold on to like two. And there's like numerous copies of keys. So I don't think there's really any way for the neighbor to like... But if it's just you and you have to find the key cards for all the doors and you keep getting keys that are useless, I just, and when it's one versus one, which it usually is, I'm just saying that sometimes there isn't enough time if you play quick play. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's kind of the idea of it, though, is, I mean, it, the neighbor's got to win sometimes, so. Well, it wins like 90% of the time. That's kind of what I'm saying. I feel like it's just so that's uneven. Because usually you, like, your team is usually crap. Yeah. That's why I think that there should be ranking. Yeah. So it is, like, frustrating, as, like, Liz is saying, like, it's kind of hard to kind of have a good team. But that being said, though, I guess that's where the custom game comes in, because that's the actual game mode where you can actually invite your friends. And we would actually get some random kids as well. And if some of them we didn't like, we could get rid of them or they'd end up leaving, and it was kind of nice. But in custom, is like, the only way you can actually invite your friends, because... We tried to do quick play and play with our friends to get achievements, but you couldn't do that unless you timed it right. But in the custom game mode, that's when we actually play with each other. And I actually had a lot of fun playing with you guys. Like, it was pretty fun when one of us is the neighbor and you're just trying to, like, play it off or try to accuse someone else in the game that, oh, I think they're the neighbor. But I actually had a lot of fun playing custom with you guys. Yeah, it wasn't fair, though, because Andrew could see my screen, but I couldn't see his. <laughs> and I could always tell when Keith I wouldn't the cheat, though. Yeah, and then we also, I, I wasn't streaming or broadcasting, whatever it's called. The time that I beat Keith, I was a kid and he was the neighbor. And there's no evidence. Although, I don't know if he was broadcasting, but I was so I think proud he was. of myself. <laughs> he needs to send me that video, though, because I'm going to try to put this uh, episode on top of a video yeah. of our gameplay. So if you guys want to check it out. My heart was racing because I knew it was Keith. That's why it was it was uh, me versus him. So you were just like nonchalantly talking because he had already gotten you. Yep. And I was like, it's just me. It's just me. I'm like quiet on the couch. Yeah, because if you get taken out, you can still like follow people with your camera. So if you know someone's the neighbor. So me and Liz would do that sometimes. If I was taken out, I would help her tell her the neighbor. Which is another thing that I think is dumb. Like, I think if you're out, you shouldn't be able to, to see the neighbor. Because then you can just communicate your the whole thing to the team. And it, it just kind of defeats the whole purpose of it. But the neighbor has such an advantage, though. So unless you're friends with the neighbor and you're helping other kids, I actually think it's kind of makes the game play better. But the neighbor isn't supposed to have that much of an advantage. That's the issue. It's The neighbor is supposed to be better balanced to the kids, but it's not. And so it's just, I don't know, it's just not built right. See, I would agree with you that like you shouldn't be able to follow the neighbor if you're out. If you could actually come back as a kid, like I feel like the kids should be put into like a cage and your teammates can try to rescue you and bring oh, you back into the game. I, I like because like I always thought that would have been a nice mechanic because that way the neighbor can either camp the cages where the other teammates are captured or like could try to keep going for the doorway. Because as Liz is saying, it's kind of frustrating when it comes late game. All the neighbor has to do is guard the basement door and it's hard to kind of get by him. But if there's, like, other aspects, like, oh, yeah, the neighbor's going to guard the basement door, I'll go rescue my teammates so there's a bunch of us 
and we can get by him. I think that would be a fantastic idea. But I also think it's hard with custom because unless you have a, like a six people in the party and you can make it close so people can't join in, it's just the three of us. So we had to wait forever for people to join our game. Like the loading for the custom games is kind of outrageous. Yeah, but I mean, it's because people aren't just natural. Like people have to select our game and join us. Quick play just naturally matches you up with people and throws you into a game. But because of that, when I was playing by myself... I would try to be helpful and do a custom game. And then every single time the person that created the group would forget, like go, I don't know if he was going to take a leak or get a snack or whatever, but he would just leave and everyone's like ready up and we're just waiting on him. It happened almost every single time. I just I grinded my gears. <laughs> it was frustrating because it was like the, the leader. So like you couldn't kick him out or anything like that. Yeah. I just, the fact that this game only had a quick play and a custom and that's, it it feels like it shouldn't have been its own game it should have just been a mode that they added into hello neighbor and maybe just the mechanics of hello neighbor were really bad too i think so they just wanted to rebuild it i guess but it just it didn't need to be its own game see i i do agree with that because i feel like this is bare bones there's very little there's like no progression if you win you get some coins and you can buy some cosmetic stuff but the cosmetic stuff i thought was really uninteresting one thing I thought was funny, now that I actually bring up cosmetics, there is some cosmetics you can actually spend real money on. And I think it's funny when you go to the shop, it's like $2. Nope. And it has a scratch through it. It's a $1.99. As if it's like some sort of big sale for the item. Like, ooh, savings. we're going to save you a penny. <laughs> well, kids are playing it. They don't, maybe they don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, but I always just thought it was funny. Anytime maybe I saw it was that, just it's even like, a joke because it. Just about everything always ends in like one ninety nine or forty nine or something. Because I don't know. You can unlock clothing and stuff too, so I don't. Yeah, but to spend I didn't think it was that interesting though. Like for the cosmetics, so there isn't much progression in this game. I there's only one level. There's only a handful of kids and other abilities that are interesting. There's two different neighbors, but I never felt like I needed to use the neighbors' abilities because all you had to do was grab kids, like. Because that would basically just kill him right away. It was funny, though. It was funny, there but is, they were never necessary. The the neighbors, there's, like, how do you describe it? A clown neighbor and then, like, a regular neighbor? Yeah. And the clown neighbor can turn into, like, a pumpkin. And so you can see clips of, like, the pumpkin, like, following the kid and the kid doesn't realize. And it's actually really kind of funny. <laughs> it is. But, but it was just, like, unnecessary. Because it's just so easy to get the kids. Like, if it was easier for the neighbor to die and the neighbor actually had to hide a little. Putting the bear traps in front of the... The basement door is smart, though. Yeah. Because there's some kids that don't realize that you can use the bear traps. Like, when I was first playing, I didn't realize that you could do that. Yeah, but these are abilities that, like, I didn't think I ever really needed. I was never like, oh, I better level up myself as the neighbor so I can get these abilities. No, I was just like, nah, I'm just going to grab kids and win the game. But I think it would be cool if this game had more customization to it. Like, if uh, if they allow people to mod the game. I actually thought it would be cool since this game called Secret Neighbor. I think it would be cool if there was a mod where you can make, like, Ned Flanders as the neighbor. <laughs> And oh, say, yeah. like, how do we doodly and, like, capture the kids? I, like, things like that I thought would be hilarious. I mean... Or have it as, like, a state puff Marshmallow Man chasing kids. Yeah, for the amount of games now that actually make, like, commercial connections like that, even for the game to just be able to find ways to do that would be awesome. But I just don't think they have enough behind it for anyone to go, yeah, throw a Simpsons character in there. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean... The way this game feels to me right now is a beta, but it's not. It's It was in beta before, but it's this is considered a full build. I always figured, like, when I was first playing this game, I thought for sure it was in preview or 
or beta or some sort of early access. No, this is this is its full release, and I just feel like there's just not much there. They definitely. I think the biggest and best thing that they could do for this game is to have more houses. Because I know the layout of the house. Yeah. I know exactly what to do, what works best, how to get to the keys the quickest. So, And which the location of the keys change, but for the most part, I'm still like, there's, there's almost always a key in this room, and I know kind of the general areas. There's it's always in. four above the house. Yeah, there's like, always four so, in the attic. There's always one or two in the kitchen. So it's like, as long as I know to get those rooms, it's pretty easy to kind of grab those keys and just be done. Yeah. What did you guys think of um, the art style? Because we're talking about how it was like really creepy, the, the whole concept, but it's a very cartoony game. I actually like the art style a lot. That's that's one of my biggest praise to the game. Because to me, the art style of this game reminds me of a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. How everything's kind of like off-kiltered or slanted. It, it was really kind of cool looking. Yeah, I will I will agree with that. Like it's It was kind of cool, but graphically it wasn't very good. Uh, it was okay. But, but you're right. At least the style they went with was kind of neat at least. But I think that's about it. I like when you're loading, like the kids are kind of like hunched. Like they're, you know, like trying around to... Around a fire in. as if they're trying to come up, come up with a game plan. Yeah. So I thought like little details like that kind of added to it too. But I just, I love the colors, the the art style. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed the graphics of the game. I thought the kids were easy to distinguish from each other. The environments, some of the environments I felt were a little off. Like, I feel like you go to some rooms and it's like, oh, this room feels like a natural room. This feels like a kid's room. But then you go to, like, the gym with, like, trampolines and stuff. I don't know. And, like, it wouldn't be really filled with a lot of objects. And so some rooms just kind of felt off. Like, there was one room where I couldn't quite figure out what it was. It had a bunch of cabinets and drawers. But it was, like, its own room. But it didn't look like a kid's room or an office or anything. It was just kind of Or the one with pages, kind of which was kind of weird. Yeah. So, like, some of the parts of the house, I just felt like just didn't work well. But I'm... at least it was nice to – it was – the parts of the room were pretty distinguishable. Because when me and Liz would play, we'd be like, oh, he's in the spider room. He's in the kitchen. He's in this room. It was easy for us to kind of distinguish where the neighbor was. I liked the way that when you grab the kid, like the sparks flying and stuff. But yeah. I will say it was very confusing because one time when I was playing, I saw all the sparks and it looked like the the missing posters were like starting to appear and I was by myself. And then I didn't hear the music of the neighbor because it was always terrifying when you heard the music. And yeah. You, oh my goodness. It it made, it startled me. But sometimes I wouldn't hear the music and it, he would appear. Or I would hear the music, and I'm like, where is he? I couldn't find him. So I thought there were little glitches with that, too. I was just going to say, that was just one of, I think, many glitches within the game. I can't tell you how many games I got kicked out of while I was playing. Or you, like, fell through the ground, and everything was blue. That happened to me when there was a game that didn't have a time limit in one of the custom games. And so I had to quit. Yeah. I This game was just filled with just bugs, and, and that's what also makes it so disappointing that this is their full release of the game. Like, sure, they might fix some things, but I don't think there's that much they can fix. I think it just is what it is. No, I think there's plenty they could fix. Like, I think this game down the road could be a decent game. Like, I I think this is a game that's accessible to a lot more people, and it has the potential. There just needs to be things that need to be fixed. Yeah. It's just too small, because after a couple hours... I mean, I've I've said this before. You you memorize it. It doesn't. It's not as fun anymore. So for me, I actually like thoroughly enjoyed it. And if I was playing with you guys, I would still have fun with it because you know it's like us versus each other. But when you're playing with random kids, it does. After a couple hours of playing, it's just like oh, I I like it. But until they change it, I don't really want to play anymore. Yeah, I just thought of playing this game for just a couple hours straight. 
<laughs> See, I, I, I mean, I was first with you, Keith. I first, like, didn't care for this game when I first started playing it. But the more I played with Liz, I did have fun with it. Yeah, I'm not saying but I it didn't did just get have repetitive. fun at times. Like, I definitely had fun at times. And I can see why people like it, but I I just couldn't. I don't know. It it was not that, that good to me. <laughs> I thought the music was pretty good, too. Because I thought that it kind of captured that it was creepy, but it wasn't, like, too dramatic. Yeah, like It kind of reminded me of, like, the cartoony cartooniness of the graphics but it was like in music form it was like kind of lighthearted but creepy yeah like even like the main menu music did like a nice kind of eeriness to it and as liz mentioned whenever you saw the neighbor it like did this quick high-paced like music that like really kind of gets your blood running and i, I thought it was it did a really good job it really kind of made the intensity of this game whenever you saw that neighbor we hear that music kick in and something else that i thought was really really silly is that you can't get achievements in custom yeah, uh, it makes I, sense. I think it makes sense, though. Yeah. So I think this game is pretty good for Achievement Hunters because there's only like, I think there's only 10 and each one's worth 100 points. Some of them are a little, take a little bit of time, but you could easily get, I think, half of them without trying too hard. Especially if you look up like some tricks, like how to get to the attic without opening the door is like a nice, easy way to kind of get a handful of achievements if you know how to get up there. But I, I like the achievements. I didn't really care to go to my way for them because I wanted to focus on winning. So, for instance, like, the bagger has three slots, and if you have them all occupied for a certain amount of time, you have a four slot, and there's an achievement for having four keys. And it's like, well, I just want to win. Like, I just want to put the keys in the lock. I don't want to wait for the neighbor to catch up with me. (laughs) So I'm just, I guess, not ballsy enough to do some of the achievements. Yeah, I did them just because it was worth it. I would... I just got a couple quickly. I think in the small amount that I put in, yeah, I have about 400 points. And I have, I think, 800. I think there's only two I don't have. But I if, look. <laughs> if you just look at what the achievements are and you do quickly by yourself, there's some of them that like I actually liked and I thought were pretty fun. Like One of them is to, as the neighbor, take out all the kids without turning into the neighbor. So I actually had a lot of fun with that because I was just a kid throwing objects at other kids. And as Liz is saying, like, a lot of kids do that and they just kind of look at you like, stop doing that. But I would just keep doing it until I would kill them and they wouldn't realize that I was the neighbor. And it was actually a fun way to kind of win the game. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. So, so overall, I would recommend this game for Achievement Hunters. So yeah, as far as the achievements, Liz, you weren't too bad. You were the lowest with three of the ten. So you had a gamer score of 300. I had four out of ten. So 400, and Andrew came in first with 8 of 10, as he as he described. See, oh, yeah. I'm winning this month. It's funny because I played this the most, I think. Yeah. I did not try for the achievements at all. I yeah, there was a couple times you were close. I'm like, let's just do that. And you're like, I no, I don't want to. I just want to <laughs> win. I was like, all right. I think that'll just about do it for us this week, uh, getting into our final thoughts here. Overall, for me, I'm giving this game a 45. I, I had a lot oh, of fun with it. it hurts. I think this game is a lot of fun. I had fun with it. I just think there's just very little to have me go back to it. There's no progression system. There's no, like, kids to unlock. There's no, like, abilities I'm trying to go for, cosmetics. There's only one map, which I will say the map, I guess, changes depending on the season because I was seeing pictures of the map with presents for Christmas, but right now it's a Halloween theme. So there's only just one map. You have all the characters already unlocked. There just wasn't much for me to go back to. But from what I did play, I thought it was fun. I just wish... I think this game will be better down the road if they start adding and fixing things. I think this game is a real balance issue. So, 
I think I'm just going to agree with your overall score because I, I was going to go with a little bit of a higher score, but I definitely didn't like this game more than you did. So, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'll stick with your 45 on that. And honestly, the game just, yeah, I, you said it all. It didn't have anything that interested me, and it may get better, but quite honestly, I'm not interested in going back and find out if it does. So, yeah. Okay, so... Like I said, there's a lot that I want to add to it, a lot that I think needs to be fixed, but I'm still going to give it a 73 just because I had so much fun playing it. And for me, like I looked forward to it and that's my score. But I wanted to look at Metacritic and unfortunately we can't go by Metacritic because some of the reviews were complete nonsense. Like, people were writing gibberish that wasn't even about the game. People just write, can't find keys, house is too big. And a lot of it was just spam. Um, and I think, like, just a lot of immature people. Um, so, Xbox and PC, there weren't critic scores. So, 4.1 for Xbox, 3 for PC. But like I said, it was just a complete written garbage. Um, you said that Steam had 9 out of 10 or something? Yeah, or at least according to Google. Um, well, on, on Steam, it only says very positive. It doesn't actually have, like, a score number. It just says everyone's overall review is very positive. Oh, I haven't looked at Steam. I don't really know how it works. So on Steam, yeah, it, it does just have an overall very positive score on Steam. I mean, I'm curious, too, if the Steam version is more balanced and fixed. Because that's normally how it is when it comes to games. Like, because patches take longer to come out on console than they do on PC. So games can generally, like, patch their game a lot quicker if it's on the pc so i'm curious if it's like actually more well-rounded but at least for what we're saying on the console version it has its issues agreed so i think that's gonna about do it for us this week uh thank you all so much for listening and uh thank you so much for our listener colton from north carolina who uh recommended this game for us uh actually i did have a lot of fun and uh so thank you so much for recommending this game to us uh, if anyone else has any recommendations, any games they want us to try and uh, discuss, please, uh, you can email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook at gamepassgrabbag, or we're on Twitter at gpgbpod. I also want to give a shout-out to a couple other of our fans. Uh, thank you so much for Chimichanga for following us on Podbean and JNJ9ND. I'm assuming that's just a generic name you got, but uh, thank you so much for the follows on Podbean. If you would like a shout out, please follow us on Podbean or write a review on iTunes or send us an email and we'd love to give you a shout out. Thank you all so much for listening. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I also have the mixer with the same name. What if you worked really hard on that name? Yeah, seriously. I mean, it's possible JNJ9ND could be something significant to him. That's really offensive, Could have been like a huge life event that he put into a bunch of letters. <laughs> Unreal. So Unreal. Weird. You're losing us listeners all the time, Andrew. But well, as always, you can tell me a story. Yeah, you know, as always, I've been here. I've been part of the podcast. Um, I'm Keith, and Have you? you can find me places. I feel like you weren't here this episode. I've been here. I've seen his eyes looking maybe towards like a game or something. <laughs> We're recording on a Sunday, which is kind of rare. The foosball's on. I'm sorry. <laughs> And I'm Liz Anoob, gamertag come on um Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Anoob. Noob is EW. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, hopefully I can get this episode also on a video of some of our gameplay. Um, I will post about it on our Facebook, 
to see if I was uh, had any success. Because I have no video editing skills, so. And I want you guys to see me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that. Part. All right, but we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody.